0: Exurgat Deus, disipentur inimici eius et fugiant quod eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb, the mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. Nomen Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Mica, Arcanago, defendenos proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias ostiabilias a praesidium. Imperatili DE supplicus deprecamor, tuque princeps militae calestis, satana maliosque spiritus malignos, AD perditionum animarum, pervegantur in MUNDO divina virtute in infernum de trude. Amen. Speculum IUSTITIAE, ora pro nobis. dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Beatus carolus e domo austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine ostende facim tuum et salvi erimus. Ave Maria purissima, immaculata con In omni Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Coming out of the Daily Mail. Headline. Moment. <clears throat> headline. Moment. Longline truckers boycott Colorado over the state's 110-year sentence for a driver who caused a fatal accident. Petition to grant clemency attracts 4 million signatures. The petition to grant clemency to the driver of an 18-wheeler jailed for 110 consecutive years for killing four people has garnered 4 million signatures on Change.org. And if you're interested, the link for this uh, for this petition is going to be in the description on this podcast. Um, I would ask that you share it. If you're go- if you're going to sign it, sign it and share it. Um, According to TikTok videos, fellow drivers are now refusing to enter the state as a way to denounce the sentence they've deemed harsh and unfair, and I tend to agree with them. Rogel Aguilera Medeiros, 26, was sentenced to 110 consecutive years in prison for a fiery crash in 2019 that killed four people. He was driving a semi-truck at 85 miles an hour down I-70 in Lakewood on Colorado on April 25th, 2019, when he crashed into two dozen vehicles stuck in rush hour traffic. The impact of the crash caused a fireball explosion that incinerated cars and trucks and killed four people and killed and injured six others. Aguilera Medeiros claims his brakes failed, but prosecutors said he should have used a runaway truck ramp miles before the scene of the crash. He was found guilty out of on, in October of 27 criminal charges. There's a couple of things. He might have... <clears throat> if you've ever been to Colorado um, and you're driving through the mountains, you you see every so often the runaway truck ramp. Um but here's the thing the prosecutor said that he should have used a runaway truck ramp miles before the scene of the crash if his brakes failed after the last runaway truck ramp if he discovered that his brakes had failed after the last runaway truck ramp how Exactly. I mean, is he is he supposed to transport his teleport his truck back in time and space? Go back to the runaway truck ramp and be like, "Holy crap, my truck, my brakes have failed." Blah, 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 blah. And no joke, they put him every couple of miles because your brakes can fail. Your brakes can pretty much fail at any time. Yes, he was doing eighty five miles an hour, which really, actually, for the time, uh, for the location, if he's if if where if where they're talking about is where he got in a wreck that as, as far as I know, um, he was doing 85 miles an hour because his brakes failed. Not because he was just driving 85 miles an hour. And the speed limit through there um, is actually a little bit higher than in some plaid. Actually, I don't know how common it is to have 75 mile an hour, Um, speed limits, but it's much more common pretty much once you get west of Kansas. He's 27 or, or he's 26 years, year old, 26 years old today. 26 years old. This crash happened in 2019. He was 23 at the time the company that he was working for had a history. <clears throat> had a history of maybe cutting some corners when it came to safety. Now, I'll tell you, it's not so terribly surprising that, com- that companies have cut corners uh, for safety. On the road, your safety issues are not as dangerous as off, as, as like in the air. In the air, if I cut if I cut a corner for safety on an airplane, plane may fall out of the sky, and there's no like there's no there's no place to pull over. You get a mechanical failure or even certain certain safety failures. You can pull off to the side of the road and you can actually fix it. This kid was twenty three years old when he got in the accident. He had a perfect driving record, which is remarkable, and he had no criminal history. They tested him for drugs and alcohol and other chemicals and all that other stuff, and all those tests came back negative. So he's not a drinker. He's not a druggie. He's not. he's he, he's not a. You know, he's not an evil human being. So he got a sentence of 110 consecutive years, which means he will be 136 years old when they finally let his corpse out of prison. Because he didn't know. Because there was something that maybe there was stuff he could have done, but he didn't know how to do. 23 years old. Now one of the things that really bothers me is that if you look at the trucking industry, the trucking industry is short 80,000 drivers, but it's not sh- but it's not for a lack of pay really, like it's not for a lack of drivers. It's a lack of a good driving situation, really. It's hard work that they don't get paid nearly enough for that they get run through the ringer. I mean, we're not talking about like airline pilots who have got it fairly cush by comparison. If Fairly cush. Airline pilots get it great by comparison to truckers. And they're not really any different In function, really. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. It's the same function. Excuse me. It's the same function, but aircraft are equipped significantly differently. Far easier to deal with overall, much less traffic. You're a trucker. You're driving for miles and miles and miles and hours and hours and hours. You stop at a truck stop, you buy 75 gallons worth of gas or diesel, whatever. Would you buy 75 gallons worth of fuel? You get a shower, you get to sit in a lounge, maybe play on your phone. Get back in the truck and head out. You got a sleeper cat you got a sleeper cab or whatever, and you're driving. <clears throat> it's not a glamorous job. It's a necessary job. But it seems like all the necessary jobs, we treat people like crap doing them. In fact, you could I'm almost argue that it seems like the more necessary the job, the crappier the job. The crappier people treat you, the less money that you make. And I'm not saying that we need to bump up. Like, I'm not saying, I don't really know exactly what the scenario is that'll fix this. But you got slowdowns at the ports, shortages that are showing up, you know, in large part because there's just not enough people to transport it from point A to point B. You got the risk of automation, which is going to make things really, really special. And then you got this 23-year-old kid. who made some mistakes in what seems to be a very high-intensity situation. And people got hurt. And people died. But it doesn't look like it was really his fault. When you look at the charges, four counts of vehicular homicide, which just means that he killed somebody, I think two counts of vehicular assault. I don't know that that's right. Six counts of of assault in the first degree with extreme indifference. Did they prove indifference? Because it seemed to me like he was trying to not have it happen. 10 counts of criminal attempt to commit assault in the first degree. Attempt to commit assault in the first degree. You want to get him on the one count of reckless driving? Okay, cool. Maybe four counts of careless driving uh, causing death? Okay. But... Four counts of vehicular homicide, two counts of vehicular assault, six counts of assault in the first degree with extreme indifference. That sounds like multiplicious charges. Ten counts of criminal attempt to commit assault in the first degree. What? None of that sounds reasonable. Four counts of I killed somebody. Okay, cool. Assault in the first degree with extreme indifference? I don't think so. It didn't seem to prove that at all. I don't even know how you. <clears throat> it was a freaking accident. He's tumbling down the highway looking into rush hour traffic. The rush hour traffic looks like it's nearly stopped, as rush hour traffic usually is. And he goes to press the brakes and he doesn't have any brakes. Are you. Kidding. 110 consecutive years. Now, six years, ten years, the the case could be made. The case could be made. Six years, ten years, if you're running it consecutive or whatever. But apparently... Colorado's got mandatory minimum sentences, which the judge apparently can't veto, which is weird because 110 years sounds insane. <sighs> so if the truckers decide to boycott the state of Colorado, cool. This shouldn't have even been allowed to come to pass. There's no way. Yeah, like I said, 10 years, 15 years. I can, you know, you can make the case for 10 to 15 years. I don't know that I would make the case. Honestly, I, I think five to seven years. Well, see, if it's a 10-year sentence and he only spends three more years in jail or uh, seven more years in jail. And there would be, you know, cl- some form of clemency parole or whatever. And that And that I could see. But he's already been in jail for three years. This should be a time served. <clears throat> and what's really funny is that if this guy got is, is after all this, if he got hired as a driver, I bet you he never gets in another accident again. I'm not even playing. I bet you he never gets in another accident again. I bet you he never has so much as a hazardous event in his in the rest of his career. Cuz he will never let this happen again. I would say honestly, a five-year sentence. He serves two more years because he's been fighting the trial for these. He, you know, he's been in pre-trial confinement for all this time thus far, for like for three years, and you give him and you give him another two years so that he can actually wrap his head around what happened, and then you send him back out in the world and you put his ass back on the road. I bet you it never happens again. But 110 years? Mandatory minimum sentences. This is this is what happens when you let emotion run a justice system rather than logic, rather than rash, rather than actually using your rational mind. Oh, well, we're gonna do this automatically. It's gonna be this and this and this and this. And then this guy gets 110 years. And don't get me wrong. He's never going to come over the he's never coming off of the fact that he killed four people. He's never coming off of the fact that the end result of his accident was a fireball that swept across the countryside. And he's never getting over the panic that he felt when he pushed his foot on the brakes and there were no brakes. Is there some kind of restitution that needs to be made? I want to know what company sent sent him out on the road with that truck. Why aren't they being called into court? Because one of the things I caught in that article was that the brakes were on fire. Fire. That is not a small malfunction. Do you understand the brake pads are typically made out of asbestos and brake pads on fire? So yeah, there's some other questions that need to be asked. Maybe an analysis by the National, by the, by the, the NTSB that's actually what I would do is I would actually see about getting the NTSB to do an analysis on what happened. Cause you're going to sit there and you're going to tell me, you're going to sit there and tell me that this was all on the trucker 23 year old trucker. You understand he could not have been driving for more than five years. And as I understand it, most guys who get into trucking, they usually get into trucking at like 21, 22. You're talking about an industry that's 80,000 truckers short, which is actually 5,000 truckers worse than mechanics, than aircraft mechanics. Aircraft mechanics is 75,000 short. So if you happen to live in and around Colorado and you notice that the highways are blocked with trucks, um, it's this guy. Because somebody decided to sentence him to more than a century. This dude would not be getting out of prison until 2131. 2131. He'd be 123 years old. on your dime. Because that's the other part that people don't seem to understand. This guy is going to end up in prison for the rest of his life because he got in a car accident. Which simplified down to its basic terms. 110 years for a car accident. So for the rest of his natural life, you're going to be paying three, two or $300,000 a year to house this guy in prison For the next 50, 60, 70 years. Does that even begin to make sense to you? You're going to pay $200,000 a year to house this guy because he got in a car accident. You, the taxpayer, you. That doesn't sound like justice to me. It doesn't sound like justice to the community. It doesn't sound like justice to him. It doesn't sound like justice to the families. Because, oh, hey, by the way, the families of the deceased, they're the taxpayers in question. So they get to spend the next 110 years paying taxes to house this guy. Oh, congratulations. Looks like they really got justice, didn't they? He gets in a car accident, their family members die, and as a reward, they get to pay in taxes to keep this guy housed in prison. Because that's how the justice system works. That's how the criminal justice system in this country works. The victims aren't getting any justice. They get to pay taxes for the people who go to prison. To pay for the people, to pay for the room and board for the people who go to prison. That's how the system works. That's the thing that nobody really wants to get into their freaking head. With these mandatory minimum sentences. Oh, my kid died of an overdose of drugs. Put his drug dealer in prison for 200 years. Well, congratulations, mom. You get to spend the rest of your life paying for that drug dealer to live in prison. You're not getting any money out of it. You're not getting any compensation. Oh, he goes to jail and you get to pay for it. Does that sound like justice? You get your house burglarized, they go to jail, you get to pay for them to li- a free room and board for them. For three, five, seven, ten years. You get raped, you get to pay taxes in order to keep them in prison for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. That's why the justice system needs to be reformed because it's not a small issue. It is 2 to 3 hundred thousand dollars per person per year. And then they get to be housed. See this guy R- R- Rogel He is going to be housed with actual killers, actual drug dealers, actual rapists for the rest of his life. So while he wasn't a criminal before, he's going to be surrounded by criminals. He's going to have to deal with life. He's going to have to deal with life looking at everything from a criminal mentality. And oh, hey, by the way, that does have a change on you it does have an effect on you so if he wasn't a criminal before he will be by the time by the time he dies and that's what happens it doesn't matter what you intend When you're dealing with the social ills, you actually have to do the things that work. You actually have to do the things that fix things. So it doesn't matter that, that this is not the way the justice system is intended to work. This is the way the justice system works. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't go to prison. Well, I'm saying some people have no business in prison whatsoever. But you need to actually go to your local towns, talk to your local sheriff, and find out. talk to your local district attorney, try to find ways to do things that don't include mandatory minimum sentences, that don't include, but first off, overcharging the hell out of somebody. There is no reason why he should have been on 27 counts of anything, unless it was a single count for every car he hit. Because there's no reason why one event should result in 45 crimes. And I don't know how you get charged with attempted, where is it? Criminal attempt to commit assault in the first degree. What? From a car accident? You're telling me they proved his intent? I don't buy that for a minute. Let me know what you think. You can DM me on Twitter, at mighty colibri. Read the article. It's on like it's actually making the rounds on on the internet. All you really got to do is hundred and ten year trucker, um, but it's in you know it's on the Guardian, it's on the Daily Mail, NBC, CBS, etc. The link for the the link for the petition to try and get Governor Polis uh, to to grant clemency will be in the description. We have to fix. We, ha- we have to. We have to fix this. We can't continue to operate like this where the justice system offers the cover-up for Ghislaine Maxwell and, sentence a tw- and sentences a 23-year-old trucker to 110 years I don't even care if Ghislaine Maxwell spends the rest of her life in prison. The fact remains is that there were more than 700 flights on the Lolita Express, which means there can be as many as 700 different people who need to have their balls in a vice for the crimes that they've committed against children. And what is she being charged with? She's being charged with two counts. Two counts! to protect Bill Gates and Kevin Spacey and Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew and whoever else managed to board that frickin' plane and flew to that island. And whoever else is on those videotapes, who's in those computers, We have to fix this. We have to fix it now. We have to start trying to fix it. If it means that we got to break apart the system and rewrite it, fine. I mean, good luck with many of the negotiations. But if we keep letting this go on, There will be hell to pay. And I'll be blunt. I don't want to be there when the bill comes due. Not for this. Mirror of justice. Pray for us. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.